Hello, my fibromyalgia community. My name is Amanda Lee Slove, and I'm a registered holistic nutritionist who works with those with fibro. As I know your plight of not finding answers, the answers you so desperately seek. I personally was diagnosed with it over 10 years ago, and that is why it's my mission to work with 156 people with fibromyalgia this year to get back to enjoying your life again through lifestyle changes, supplement, food choices, and mindset. I hope you want that too this year. In the last episode 44, looking back to your 2020 to move forward in 2021, I gave you several questions to think about. I suggest listening to that episode right now and coming back to this episode. If you have listened to that episode, you are in a great place for this episode. This episode has questions to work on just like last episode. I'm always talking about taking action with these podcast episodes, not just listening. This episode is no different. When you take action, you get more out of the episode than if you just listen. Like many years, you might have started 2020 of being very committed to your goals, but fell off the bandwagon, which is totally fine. Give yourself some grace. Maybe it was to eat healthier, have less sugar, more veggies, etc. Or take control of your fibro symptoms. This time where you could say, 2020 is over, say it out loud. 2020 is over. What a relief. Good riddance. There's something about saying it out loud. Say to yourself, it's time to refocus on myself this year. We all had new challenges last year. Maybe it was kids at home or working from home or something else. But this year, I want you to have a plan. Give yourself the grace to change the plan throughout the year. Remember, it's not set in stone. The plan is for you to have a life with less pain, better sleep, and more. A lot of times we say to ourselves, I have tried everything. But ask yourself, did you really put your full effort into that goal or did you quit too soon? Many times we set a goal too big or too many goals. I want you to set a big goal that will help your smaller goals, which is called a ripple effect. You might feel like fibro gets in the way with the pain and the fatigue. That is the time to make adjustments. Even 10% of working on yourself is better than nothing. Slow and steady adds up over the year. I talked about in the last episode what you should do to review the year. I want you to review the questions from the last episode. Number one, what didn't go well? Two, is there something you should have said no to? Is there something that you wish you did more of but didn't? Four, what went well? Five, what do you want to say yes to? Six, who do you want to be? Seven, is there a word, scripture, or phrase that you want to describe this year? Eight, this time next year, what do you want to be celebrating? These questions are great, but we now need to create a plan to get where we want to go in life. I hope yours is not to struggle with fibro symptoms. I mentioned a few minutes ago picking one big goal that will help with the other goals. Example, my private clients work with me. These are some of their goals. Quality sleep. Food choices for specific to the health issues, more energy, and more. I will use myself as an example. My health goal 
this year is to cut out sugar for at least one month. I want you to think about the big thing that is going to make a huge difference in your life. It really does come down to mindset. You could say that I'm not eating it better to help with your fibro. That might be the elimination diet cutting out all the foods that you might have problems with. You feel that it's too restrictive, which I would never recommend doing on your own, and I don't recommend it for my fiber clients in the beginning. Brief story. Before I cut out gluten, soy, eggs, and dairy, I used to have eggs and whole wheat toast every day at lunchtime before I found out that I had sensitivities to them. When I found out, I had the mindset that it was going to do whatever it takes to feel well even if I couldn't have those foods again. I have no daily headaches, have more energy, and more. The benefits outweigh not eating those foods. Think of it this way. When you eat foods that are good for you, say to yourself, I'm filling my body with the right nutrients to do what I want in my life. This food is going to affect me in a good way or bad way with my sleep, energy, hormones, headaches, or any of you other health issues that I deal with. Change your mindset to the positives of your goal, not just what you have to give up. You probably know someone who you want to be. I never want you to compare yourself to others, but think about why that person inspires you. I want you to think of someone who is already doing the goal you want to do. Maybe it's me. You see me doing my podcast, being on other podcasts, Facebook lives, working with clients, etc. And you think you want my energy and stamina to do your life. Like I said early on in this episode, slow and steady wins the race. I didn't start with all those things. My podcast will hit two years in May 2020-21. Being on other podcasts was added last year. And so far this year, I wrote my first magazine article out this spring And two days later, when this episode comes out, I'm recording a webinar on getting restorative sleep with natural grocers. And that will come out in March for you to watch. It takes time. You have to realize to get where you want to go. I was diagnosed with fibro 10 years ago. I work on my health behind the scenes like eating right, getting enough sleep, exercise, and self-care. So I could do all these things to help you all. I make a health, my health a priority and you should too. I hope while I was sharing about me, you have thought of that person. Ask them what they do. Using the example of cooking healthy meals. This is where you are thinking about what they have that you don't. Do they have a favorite cookbook? Do they take each week to look at their schedule? Do they schedule out finding recipes, going to the store, cooking, batch cooking? Support if they can't cook that night. Maybe they have hired a nutritionist like me to help them figure out all of this. I hope you are seeing where you are today and where you want to go to reach your goals. I hope you are seeing the differences. The next step is to write out the the next steps to reach your goals so you can move forward on accomplishing that goal. I mentioned the example of eating healthy, but now I'm gonna use myself. For me, my goal is to cut out sugar. This helps my other goals of building up my immune system, 
getting my hormones in control so I don't deal with the cravings, the one major headache a month, the mood swings and the breakouts, and more energy, especially at that time of the month. So what are my steps? Number one, order a sugar-free cookbook to get recipe ideas. Two, as of this recording, there's a free sugar summit, different speakers, listen to a few of those lectures. It's twice a year. I will put it in the show notes. Three, once I get the cookbook, take time to read it. Four, make a list for the store. Five, shop. Six, then follow through with eating on plan. As you can see, I'm making a commitment to my health this year, even though I'm busy. Ask yourself if you are not, what is your excuse? Ask yourself, do I really want this goal I'm setting? Not something you think you should set or someone else wants. Example, getting better from fibro. If you're thinking, is this the right time? If it's health related, yes it is. Life is not ever going to slow down. It's all about what you want to make a priority. Ask yourself, do I have the things I need? Mine is getting that cookbook. You need to know if you set the same goals year after year, maybe you need to work on your mindset. Think about the emotional and physical blocks. This is where working with me can help as I can help you strategize what you want, and where you want to go. This is magic, especially if you can't follow through or are stuck, frustrated, or don't know where to start. Now we need to think about when we set goals. What is the cost? I'm not just talking about money. If you find yourself not focused on your health and proving your fibro symptoms so you can live the life you want to live, the question you have to ask yourself is why? So sit down and write your why you're not doing it. Is it paying for something out of pocket? Paying for supplements? Hiring an expert that can help you? What would these things cost you if you didn't do them? That means doing absolutely nothing. What will happen in five years? You become a shell of your former self. You can't enjoy your children's childhood. You can't enjoy your grandkids' childhood. Maybe you're hanging on by a string with your job right now, and if you keep progressing, you're going to have to quit, and with no income, you could lose your car or house. This should be your driving force of why you want to prove your fibro. I want you to sit with those costs. What will it cost to fix it? Then decide. It costs me more to fix it than not. I'm choosing to not fix this. That is totally your choice. So don't complain if you're willing not to focus on it. Make it a priority. It's a choice you are making, not by accident. Where in the life can you relocate money, time, and sources? If time is an issue, which I hear a lot, where can I cut things out? Social media, less TV. Spend that time focused on your health. You might look at your budget. Talk to your family. It might be a priority to put food on the table than hiring me. That's totally fine. But I do have different services that are different prices from programs to one-on-one services. 
Do you have things that you could cut out for a few months to use for my services, such as Netflix, cable, TV, Starbucks? Maybe those things should be instead allocated to getting better. Remember, I only want you to focus on one goal and break down to where you want to be in 12 months. You don't have to be there tomorrow. Just take small action steps each day. I am slowly moving toward my goals. When I was first diagnosed with fibro, I wasn't doing much of anything, but I was focused on my health and education, and I kept going in my life. You need to keep going. You can't do it on your own. You need someone who knows what you don't know, who has done it before, and can help you do it the best way possible, who can keep you accountable to your goals, who has done their research. Don't be afraid to ask for help. It could be me or someone else. Think of 2021, the year you're going to make your health a priority. Your health could be in a different place in 12 months. I'm never saying that you won't have the pain, the fatigue, the sleep issues, etc., but you can always make an improvement with your health. I don't struggle with those, and I don't want you either. I believe you all who listen to this podcast want to get better. You just don't know how, along with the fact you need to ask yourself, are you making your health a priority? This, is, this episode is not to sugarcoat anything. This episode is your kick in the pants from me, and I hope you appreciate it. Do you want the help to take back your health? Right after this episode, schedule your free 30-minute phone call for this week so we can discuss your five-year-old journey, what your needs and challenges are, and we will also talk about your next steps with getting well. And this is only for those who are serious about wanting the help. The ball is in your court. Your health is more in your hands than you think. I hope this episode made you really think what your priorities are and that it was eye-opening. Next week's episode is called Reach Your Goals Faster with Accountability.